Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast that helps to clarify the process of loss and grief through the experience of others who are living and growing through it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 92. Through this show, we will examine what we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share with you our experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on my social media channels while building a community, an actual family that is searching for a better understanding of what grief is, how it affects us going forward, and how best to navigate this difficult path we are on. I invite you to join the community on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. It's time for me to ask you to help me in my mission as you are listening to the podcast and finding value in what I share. I ask that you share an episode or the entire podcast with someone you feel that may benefit from listening as well. And in addition, to help more people find this show, please consider rating and reviewing the show over at Spotify and especially at Apple Podcasts. The only way to grow this show and reach more people is through your help with those reviews. And as you grieve, I'm sure you found value in a support system of family and friends to help you navigate the loss. So let us all together reach out and do what we can to help others locate a resource such as this podcast to help support them through their growth with grief. Now, the true definition of words sometimes escapes us when we are actually using them, or more likely, we just don't consider the definition very deeply at the time. Thus, we often find the words that we choose not to be quite perfect for the situation. Now today, in essence, I would like to look closer at the word change versus reveal, as they can become associated with grief. The question needing to be answered is deceptively simple. Does grief change you? Or does grief reveal you? And better yet, have you ever considered that grief can reveal you or something in you which you otherwise hadn't been aware that existed? So let's dive into the discussion. Now, I will readily admit the title of this episode seemed to be, as you sit with it a while at least, a difficult question, one of which originated with the quote written by author John Green of the Fault in Our Stars fame, the quote being, Grief does not change you, Hazel, it reveals you. I actually mentioned this quote in the last episode for the first time. And there I mentioned how I had come across this quote many times over the past three years, each time feeling it did not quite resonate with me. But somehow, in some way, it does now, it does today, three years into the loss of my wife Colleen. I need to take a moment right here and speak to the passage of time, a side note as it were, specifically how it feels for me that we've just passed the three-year mark without Colleen. Three years. It is both unbelievable 
that so much time has passed and a wonder that it hasn't been two decades by now because of the way that we feel about her absence. I've discovered the initial shock and devastation of a loss at some point turns into this indescribable and overwhelming feeling of moments and memories and details of your person slipping away. The sound of their voice, the way the room felt when they were in it, the scent of the bathroom after they've gotten ready for a night out, and of course, the touch of their hand. Now I know I will never truly forget those details and the feelings associated with them, but the further you get away from a memory or a moment in time, the granular details seem to be more difficult to grasp and recall to a memory. Three years. The passage of time. It's a tricky piece of the grief puzzle. You see, some pieces of the past are simply a thought away, while others seem to be miles and miles from where you are standing now. All of this, my experience and feelings with the passage of time, my realization that three years is both short and long, a very short span of time and an eternity, all of it weaves itself through the question, does grief change you or does it reveal you? Because those pieces, all of the feelings and the realizations as time passes, they all feed into whether grief changes you or reveals you. Now, I won't sit here making you wait for me to tell you what my thoughts are regarding the answer to this question. I'd rather share with you now and then explain why I feel this way. I believe grief both changes you and reveals you. They may intertwine at the same time or you may experience them in succession. And if this is true, the question that remains would then be, which is more true? Does it change you more or does it reveal you more? I'd suggest it actually depends upon you and the person you've lost and your relationship with them. I would also add the impact of their loss on you and your immediate world will also be an important factor. The initial impact and the daily impact moving forward. Some of you may be thinking my belief that it both changes you and reveals you. It's just a bit too convenient of an answer. But it's actually anything but convenient. This entire experience is anything but convenient. My thoughts here are based on what I've witnessed with others as well as what I've experienced myself. I believe grief have, has revealed me personally a bit more than it has changed me. It has revealed strengths as well as weaknesses, each of which I am still reconciling for myself while on this path. I don't think you can experience great personal loss without that loss changing you, in some way, large or small, immediate or over the course of time. And what's left over after your loss? That person you you now find yourself to be or the person you feel you are becoming, as well as the need you may have 
had to reinvent yourself during this time in the absence of your person? Those are the reasons I believe the answer is both. And by the way, that specific feeling of reinventing yourself seems to be a pretty common thread I've discussed with more and more people. I may dive into that just a bit deeper on a later episode. So keep that in mind if that's something that is of interest to you. So continuing on, grief changes you and grief reveals you. I will say the way in which grief reveals you is much more powerful than you may expect and more surprising, actually, than you could ever predict. For example, it may force upon you new responsibilities you may not have had before, and you may find yourself withdrawing into yourself. Now, whether that affects family or friends is to be determined, but the social aspect of what your life once was could and most likely will change. Or you find weakness in yourself, which you never had seen or experienced before. So right now, it's important for me to pull back the curtain on one such detail that was revealed in me several months after my loss. That's anxiety. More specifically, anxious moments where I felt an overwhelming absence of control in situations where previously I had not experienced an issue. Suddenly, there was an oppressive, claustrophobic feeling. Surprisingly, the first instance of this new experience was in a dentist chair. Can you believe it? A simple teeth cleaning and checkup and It had me so unnerved that I had to stop the situation and leave immediately. And I'll be honest, it's a bit embarrassing to admit that, but with hope that what I share here may help someone realize that they're not alone in what grief has revealed in them, you know, it's worth a bit of humble pie for me. For more than a year, I had small bouts of a claustrophobic feeling stopping me in my tracks, forcing me to work through those moments, often with me calming myself, internally talking myself down, so to speak, until I could get past it, or actually better yet, until I could get through it. The fact is, I don't feel it's completely gone, and I'm careful not to put myself in any situations which may trigger that feeling again. But come on, let's be honest. When, when a dentist's chair becomes your first experience of something like this, it's not necessarily an easy thing to watch for the trigger, you know? So in a way, perhaps this has been something revealed by my grief. I could do some armchair psychology here and suggest because of the lack of control I had throughout my wife's battle with cancer and her loss, my grief had manifested into additional experiences highlighting my lack of control in a situation. I mean, that certainly sounds fairly reasonable. But I'm not going to make those assumptions. I'll just figure out a way to move through them. So has grief changed you? Has grief revealed you? What are your thoughts? Or has this discussion made you realize that something out of the ordinary, which you've been experiencing, 
just may be grief revealing something about you. So I suggest you take some time to sit with it a while and see if you can identify what it has revealed and what you should do with that. I also feel that it is important to allow grief to reveal you, but just as important for you to take the time to discover what to do with it once you've defined it. Maybe it's as simple as discovering new culinary interests you had previously had time for. You see, the thing about grief revealing something about you is it does not have to necessarily always be a negative aspect in your life. Perhaps it's the undeniable feeling inside of you that you need to do something with this grief that is more than simply sitting with it alone day after day. Something like this podcast. That is exactly why it exists. I had discovered the, that myths about grief I had grown up with were not what grief was truly about once it arrived. I felt surprised and I had an aha moment when speaking with others on their path with grief that I knew there were others feeling the exact same way. And this podcast has been the stage that I stand upon to share my experience with grief so others may have a resource, so to speak, to lean on and learn that they are not alone in their beliefs of what truth, truly grief is about with my experiences and with others. I have come across many people since the loss of my wife and several are on the same path with grief that I am. And in our chats, we discover more and more details about this journey, and we learn ways we can walk this path with a bit more ease, whether it's sharing a story of how we got over a particular hump and somebody else taking bits of that information and trying it themselves. That's how we help each other. Or at the very least, by sharing the knowledge that we obtain through our walk with grief. One such person new in my life over the past year is Penny, who reached out as I was developing this episode and shared with me a poem she wrote. The moment I read it, I couldn't help but see how it fits so well within this very discussion. So I reached out to her and I asked if I could possibly share it on the podcast, and she agreed so graciously that I could. So I would like to read it to you as I close out this episode. Who? Who is this person that has stepped into my life and is using my name? I feel like it's an avatar, someone, some being, some representation of me has stepped into my world and is shaping it. I am not who I used to be, except there are threads from the past. There are traces of who I was when I was married to my beloved. But now, now I live in a new place, and my days are different, and my thoughts and prayers are different. My mind focuses on different things. I appear to be the same person, but I am not. In the loss of my beloved, I have also lost myself. And now someone is filling in all the spaces, like an inflating air mattress. Slowly the creases unfold, and eventually it becomes a new shape. <laughs>
And yet, yet inside myself, deep, deep down, in my soul maybe, I am astonished. And I'm thinking, the root is still me, the original me, but I barely recognize this new person. Who is this person? Who? I would like to take this time and just once again thank my friend Penny who wrote this and was kind enough to agree for me to read it here today and share it with you. I personally find that what she wrote there is so raw, so revealing, so honest, and so very powerful. As I have read and reread this poem, I find different details reveal themselves to me. One such is the way that she has so accurately explained how different everything and anything seems to be in grief after loss, now without her beloved person. How different she feels, how different each day seems, and how different her thoughts and prayers are. The initial question revealed in this poem, actually the very first word, who, is so poignant, because for me it has been like a dim light in the distance of a dark night. Who is this person I see in the mirror? Who? Thank you once again, my friends, for joining me today. Remember, the Journey to Grateful podcast cannot exist without your help in listening and sharing. So know I am grateful for you and your support right here, right now. I encourage you to stop by the community on social media and let your voice be heard. Share your story and join my mission in helping others through grief. You can go to journeytograteful.com slash community and you will find ways to join the conversation and make a difference with your story and what you've learned yourself. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. And if you would like a more personal connection or if you'd like to share your story, I invite you to connect with me directly via email Tim at journeytograteful.com. But let's not stop there. If you'd like, please call me, leave me a voicemail, or simply text me whatever you would like to share. The number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, I need you to consider stepping up and helping me build this community by broadening my reach through supporting my mission, by reviewing this show, and telling others why you listen. I provided you a leave a review button on the journeytograteful.com homepage and on the podcast page. Your support of this podcast through your comments is a powerful thing you can do right now. And now I come to the closing quote. I've discovered this online through a simple search written by Catherine Weber and published in Woman's Day magazine. It speaks to much of what we've already 
found out and discovered about grief. However, the part I'd like you to focus on is the last sentence about how you respond to loss. Catherine wrote, Life seems sometimes like nothing more than a series of losses from beginning to end. That's the given. How you respond to those losses, what you make of what's left, that's the part you have to make up as you go. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.